Good morning. It is Wednesday, March 24th. And here I am coming to you from Chestermere. And I pray that you have a good week. This is uh, uh, our midweek here. And I pray that your week go, is going well for you. Um, and that is productive, that you are at peace with yourself and with others. And I pray that you have the joy of the Lord in your heart. And um, I, um, I wanted to talk to you today. And I thank you for uh, uh, watching uh, this video and joining me with this, uh, in this time and taking the time out to, to hear and see what God is doing. Um, well, today I, I wanna talk about the dry bones in our lives. And uh, I just pray that this um, lesson will be a blessing to you and that it would free you. Um, know that it's not my word, but the word of the Lord. And uh, so I pray that, that this just one word would enter into your spirit and set you free or one word would heal you. One word with um, uh, guide you and comfort you in your journey uh, in this life. And we know that this life is, is not always easy uh, in so many ways. And, um, but the Lord is with us. Amen. Uh, let me pray. That's okay. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, uh, for this day, this Wednesday of March 24th, 2021. Thank you, Lord, for all who are joining um, us at this moment with uh, each other in your word, Father God, I pray for your Holy Spirit to minister to uh, our hearts. And so, Father God, let those who have ears to hear, let them hear, Father God, your word. And uh, I bless this time in Jesus' mighty name. Um, so today I want to talk to you out of Ezekiel chapter 37. And I'm going to read you a few verses and we're going to go quickly, okay? So Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. I'm reading out of the New King James. Um, and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh Lord God, you know. You know, that's a, that's a great answer from Ezekiel. You know, when you're in the presence of God, that's a great answer. You don't wanna say anything else. You know, he's, he's the big man, just, you know, be careful what you say. <laughs> anyway, verse four, again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus say the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. Praise the Lord. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you. You shall live then you shall know that I am the Lord, your God, that I am the Lord. 
So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also, he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus say the Lord God, come to the four winds, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy, say to them, thus say the Lord God, behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves, I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live. I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and perform it, says the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. The first thing I want to say is when God brought Ezekiel to this valley and in this valley are full of bones, dry bones, it reminded me of a mass grave. It must be horrifying because we, we've seen um, mass graves nowadays in this digital age. We see a lot of videos and, and have pictures of mass graves from the Holocaust from the genocide in Rwanda, it's, it's just horrible. And that's what we're seeing in the natural world. But can you imagine what it's like in the spiritual world? That there are mass graves all around us and particularly mass grave in the church. Why do I say that? Because in verse 11, it says these bones are the whole house of Israel. Can there be mass graves in the house of the Lord? What do the people say? Our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. You know, there is mass graves in the house of the Lord today. But God is saying to Ezekiel, his prophet, speak to these dry bones, prophesy to these dry bones, speak breath into it. The word breath in this New King James uh, um, here that we read is the word ruah. It's the uh, Hebrew word ruah. And ruah is the breath of God. So what am I talking about today? Are you feeling like there's no joy in your life? 
Are you feeling like your hope is lost? Um, is there no zeal in your life? Because this word is for you. First of all, I want to find out, I want to talk about why are there mass graves in the house of the Lord? And obviously, the first thing that we see here is there's no breath. There's no spirit of God. In Genesis, um, you know, verse 1, it says the spirit of the Lord was hovering over the water. That word spirit is also known as ruah. And so what's really dry, number one, in our lives is the lack of the Holy Spirit in our lives. If you're feeling dry today, you just say to God, breathe in me. Breathe in me your breath of joy. Breathe in me your breath of praise. Renew in my heart again, O God. Create in me a new spirit, Father God. Prophesy to, to your dry bones. Hallelujah. Whenever you see, whatever that you see in your life right now, and you're feeling like there is no joy, there is no life, there is no energy, there is no hope, there is no life, it could be anything. But the first thing you got to ask yourself is, is why? There's, there's a few things why we struggle with dry things in our lives. Uh, you know, why such grave exists in our lives? Is it perhaps that we haven't fully left our grave when we became born again? We are still clinging to those things that are dead. And the area where we cling to those dead things are in our thoughts, number one. Mostly in our thoughts, in our behaviors. Because when we're born again by the Spirit of God, everything is new. If any man be in Christ, he's a, a new creation. All things pass away. Behold, all things are new, right? Your spirit is new. You are a newborn babe in Christ. Everything is new. But yet, why are you still feeling and behaving like certain things are not new? Your old ways of seeing things and your old habit of, I don't know, being lazy, being um, abusive, being easily angered, offended easily, being jealous, envious, those things they are dead things and they still cling to us and they haven't, uh, they, they left the grave with us, uh, they still cling to our, our lives, right? And even the way uh, that we, we hold on to, to, uh, to dead things in our minds and our minds is, is, is the biggest thing is, is in the mind is where we think how we see things, how we see life, how we see ourselves, how we see each other, how we see our family, how we see our church, how we see the world at large. I'm sorry, but a lot of those thoughts that you have in your mind belongs to the grave. It doesn't belong to this newness of life. 
And it's those very things that, that you hang on to that are putting you or keeping you in that mass grave that we're talking about. And it's those very things that eats away at your joy, eats away at your hope, um, you know, eats away at um, your purpose that you were created for. And today I, I want to speak to you about coming out of your grave because that's what the Lord is, is speaking to you, his people. I will open up, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves. Brothers and sisters, friends, it's time for you to come up from your graves and the Lord he says it and he will perform it. Okay. Hallelujah. Is that is that not good? Praise the Lord. You know, the way we think about ourselves is a, is the elephant in the room here. And um, you know, it's just I've seen a lot of those people, even in my own life, about how we see uh, each other, how we see ourselves, because the way we see ourselves sometimes is not very healthy. And, and these dead things uh, take preeminence in our lives rather than new things, things that are, you know, life-giving, that are abundant life. That's what Jesus said that he would give us, that I came that they may have life and life abundantly. So why are we not experiencing life abundantly is because the grave is still clinging to our lives and we need to let go of those things. That's just it. Let go. Let go. Those things that, that we, we see as real, those dead things, speak to it, prophesy to it. When you have a thought of uh, woe is me, my life sucks, you know, I am depressed, you know, this, this person is so mean to me, uh, my, my job sucks, everything's about my life sucks, I hate my life, um, I hate my, my family, I, I you know, I, I just want to run away. I want to quit. All these negative, dead things in your life. One of the key is to prophesy to it, my friend. Just speak to it. Speak to these dry bones and that they may live. So when you feel like saying my life sucks, no. Prophesy to it. Speak to it. Allow your faith to overcome these dead thoughts. So what, what do you do? You, you, you speak life to your dead thoughts. So when it comes to, to your own life and how you feel so bad about yourself and some of us don't even want to live, then, then say to yourself, I speak life. I speak Zoe life. I speak the joy of the Lord into my life. I thank God for my life. I thank God that he loved me so much. I thank God that I'm not alone. 
but that he is with me. I am not alone in my struggle. I bless the day that, that God created me. I bless the Lord this day. Prophesy to your thoughts. Prophesy. Speak the word of the Lord to your dead bones because those are your dead bones. And you will see that those dead bones will live. It will turn around. Those dead bones will, will come around and that you will discover your joy. You will recover your joy because when you prophesy, when you speak to your dry bones, you're not speaking it. It's the Lord speaking to it. If you don't know how to speak to it, ask the Holy Spirit. Speak in tongues, right? Some of us don't know how to speak to it. We feel like we're just babes in Christ. But change your vocabulary. Change the word of your mouth. And use the word of your mouth as a weapon to cut off those things that are dead and stinky and decaying. And it's especially those things that are in here. In Romans 12, verse 2, it says to renew your mind. Well, one of the ways to renew your mind is to prophesy to it, to speak to it. That do not allow your mind to think dead thoughts. Don't speak anything else except the word of God to it because it's like your mind is like a pot of plant. And if you put good things in there, it will grow, it shall live, right? Uh, if, if you just speak negativity to it, I think I had a, a plant at, the, at work and uh, it's blooming with flowers and and this customer comes to the, to the store and says, oh, Joe, how come you have such a nice plant to it? I mean, how come you have such a beautiful plant? And I said, well, I speak to it. I, I, I uh, speak sweet words to it. I, I say, I love you every day. And this plant, oh my goodness, it blooms flowers. And that's the way with your mind is, is to speak the word of the Lord to it. And uh, perhaps maybe one day we, uh, we could do an experiment with two plants. And uh, I think somebody probably did that one time. I don't know. But they have two plants. One plant, they would swear at it and get abusive at it. Oh, you good for nothing, little um, cactus. You, you know, blah, 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 negativity. And then to the other plant, oh, you are so beautiful. I love you so much every day. And so as you water the plant every day, both plants, I guess one of the plant looks like it's, looks like it's dead in the grave, but the other one is blooming. And so it is with our mind. And we need to speak the word of the Lord. The other thing about the mind is that we hold on to those things that are behind us. We, um, we like to hang on to dead things, seriously. Um, 
I'll give you several examples. When the children of Israel under Moses uh, were delivered from the hands of the Egyptian, they were willing to go with Moses into the wilderness, into the desert. But early in the Exodus, they are already complaining and they start to talk about how their life was back in Egypt. Oh, I remember the pickles that we have and, and the fish and the uh, cucumbers, you know. <laughs> they, they wanted to go back. They want to go back to their old ways of being oppressed by these Egyptian um, rulers. They were slaves in the land of Egypt for 430 years. Can you imagine? But they had no other places to go. And like some of us today, are we hanging on to those old life that we used to live, the life that was oppressed? And we're still thinking about the good old days. God saying, no, no, time to let go of those dead things. Um, when God in his righteousness wanted to rain fire and brimstone upon Sodom and Gomorrah, um, there was a family there that God wanted to rescue. And it was the family of Lot. And so as they were evacuating and leaving the city of Sodom, Lot's wife looked back at her city, at her home, at her place of sentimentality, sentimentality. Um, and as she looked back, she turned into a pillar of salt. You know, as you leave this life, this old life that you, you, um, wanting to first wanting to get out of escape from then don't look back because if you look back it prevents you from going forward it hinders your spiritual progress you know where your head the direction of your head wherever your head is turning is where you're going right nobody goes left when their head is turning right and nobody turns go right when their head is turning left, stuff like that, right? So wherever your eyes is, is, is focusing on, that's where you're going. And so if you're focusing on the past, the good times, even the oppressed times, then you're not going forward. And that includes your spiritual life. God has a plan for our lives and he wants to take us into the land of Israel, uh, as it's written in verse 12 here, he wants us to take us to the spiritual land, the spiritual land of abundance, of peace, joy, harmony, uh, a purpose. God wants us to take us there. You know, this, this place of prosperity, and it's more than just having a secure job and, and, and money in the bank, right? And a fridge full of food. No, prosperity is, is more than that. It's the, my cup overflow. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 
right? Your cup overflowing, that's prosperity. Your cup of, of love and your cup of joy. And it doesn't matter about your present circumstances. That cannot touch this, this spiritual prosperity that God has, has put in your life. And the devil knows you full well, and he would like to steal that from you and, and make you feel like, like you uh, are missing out. It makes you feel like you're, you're missing something, uh, lacking something, right? That's how the devil works when he tempts Eve, is he made her feel like she's missing something in her life. How can you miss something in your life when you have the presence of God in the Garden of Eden, right? I mean, and so, you know, when you find yourself in, in a place of starting to complain like the children of Israel, um, start to create a grateful list, a list of gratefulness. What are you grateful for today? What are you grateful in life? Because if you don't know how to be grateful when things are difficult, certainly you're not going to be grateful when things are going well for you. And the devil will do his best to make you uh, feel like you're missing out and you become ungrateful and you start to complain. Is that the truth? So don't turn back. Don't look back. Jesus said um, in Luke 9 there, you know, if you want to follow me, then don't look back. Whoever puts his hand to the plow, um, don't look back. Because those who, who having put his hand to the plow and looking back, you're not fit for the kingdom of God. Don't look back because it doesn't fit your new lifestyle. If you look back, you're going to try to fit your new lifestyle into your old lifestyle. That doesn't work either. It's like trying to fit a circle in a square or a square in a circle. It doesn't fit for the kingdom of God. It's like putting a new garment on an old garment. In, um, in, uh, in Luke chapter 5, uh, it says this, No one puts a piece from a new garment on an old one. Otherwise, the new one makes a tear. And also the piece that was taken out of the new does not match the old. And no one puts a new wine into old wineskin or else the new wine will burst the old wineskin and be spilled and the wineskin will be ruined. What Jesus is saying here is you don't take, you know, what they, it's really uh, ridiculous or ludicrous that uh, you would buy a new garment or obtain a new garment and you would cut a piece from this new garment and you're trying to fit it into your old garment and, and in a lot of ways it's it's a lot about what we're doing in our lives is God had created us a new spirit and that we are a new creation in Christ Jesus and yet in that newness, we would take that newness and try to fit it into our old ways of thinking, in our old patterns of behavior. And, and no wonder 
our life, we're not seeing um, tangible um, experiences of God in our lives because we're trying to fit the, the new into the old. No, 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 no. The Bible says to get rid of the old or prophesy to the old. Speak life to it. Okay, let go of dead things. Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 says, If you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Hallelujah. Set your mind on those things that are above. Paul says this, if there's one thing that, that I, I have learned is to get rid of the old things. Leave those things that are behind and pressing toward those things that are new. Pressing toward those things that are above, that are godly that are life-giving, that are peaceful, that are joyful, press on to, what, to those things, okay? The battlefield is in here, in the mind. Um, it's not easy, I know. <laughs> Paul understood, I understood. You know, Paul had wrestled uh, in Romans, it says, you know, the things that I wanna do, I don't do. And the things that I, I don't want to do, I do. Oh, what a wretched man that I am. You know, so there, there's a part of Paul that, that is, is struggling. His flesh is struggling with the spirit, right? The spirit want to do the right things, but the flesh is, is, is holding back the spirit. But it's time for us to speak life to it. I say, flesh in the name of Jesus, get thee behind me. I bind this flesh. I put down this old ways. You know, there is a, there is a flesh. Never think that, that you have arrived. Paul says in Philippians that I do not think myself to have attained. Attain what? Attain perfection. That I have already, um, you know, arrived as a Christian. I ha have you arrived? I haven't arrived. But one thing that I do know. Okay, one thing that I do know. That I press on, press on to the high calling of life of Christ. Forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So therefore, let us as many as are mature have this in mind. Let us be of the same mind, my brother and sisters. This is how we grow in Christ. This is how we spiritually grow and advance. Um, you know, my heart has been for you to experience the, the things that God had for us. But so many of us are still lingering, hanging out the cemetery, the, 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 the graves. Uh, and, um, and that's why we're not really experiencing 
much of God in our lives and we're going, well, where is my promised land? Where is my blessings? Well, perhaps it's because the flesh, the grave is, is, still, is still a much part of our life as, as, as the heavenly, right? And so today, prophesy to those dead things, speak to those dead things, put the spirit of God into your thoughts, into your um, heart and mind, because that's where the battlefield is. Um, in, in Ephesians 6, put on the helmet of salvation, this helmet of salvation. Thank the Lord, be grateful. And God will take you out of your grave and put you, bring you to the land of Israel, bring you into the promised land. Then you will know the Lord. The Lord has spoken and he will perform it for you. That's the other thing is, you know, part of you need to cooperate with God. Because God can't do anything against your will. And so just realize that when you're struggling, going through uh, life and having these thoughts of depressions and, and woe is me, my life sucks kind of things, just say, give it to God and say, Father God, I give you these things. I let it go. I let go of the dead things in my life. I let go of low self-esteem. I let go of the, the, the patterns of behavior that are ungodly, the, the anger and the abuse, the verbal abuse, um, the, uh, the swearing and the lying. I let it go. I let go of the low self-esteem. I let go of the stubbornness. I let go of um, you know, envy. I let go of all these things. And Father God, I speak life to it. Thank you for your joy. Thank you, Father God, for the breath that's in me, the Ruah, the breath of God that brings life. Thank you, God, for your word that brings light and life. Father God, thank you, Lord, for your word that brings peace. Heal my mind. Help me learn, learn to, to learn to let go of the past. Let go of the old patterns of, of dead thoughts and from dead works. Let go of those things. Help me, Holy Spirit, help me to, to see those, those things. And Father God, help me to take out the trash. Bury those dead things. I prophesy it right now. I speak life to it right now. Hallelujah. That I shall have the mind of Christ. I put on the mind of Christ. I put on a new garment of praise. I let go of the old garment of religion. I let go of, of dead things, Father God, stinking things, unclean things, Father God, right now. And I thank you, Lord, that I am a new creation and I walk in, in your kingdom, that I'm walk in my spiritual Israel, that I'm, I'm walking in in your heavenly blessing, Father God. I am walking in your prosperity. I'm walking on your word. I'm walking by your spirit leading me. I thank you, Lord, that, that 
I am a new creation in Christ. Old things pass away. Behold, all things are, are new, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that, that this present life doesn't have anything for me, but in you, Father God, I have all things. I am rich beyond measure. I am blessed abundantly. Thank you, Lord, for your purpose, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for direction in my life. Lord, that I, I don't wander like the children of Israel in the desert for 40 years. Why? Is because I still hold on to dead things. But Father God, in this life, I'm learning to let go, Father God, and you giving me the grace to let go. And Father God, giving me the heart to, the, the, the simplicity of my heart to say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I'm letting go right now, letting go of those thought patterns, letting go of Egypt. I'm letting go of Sodom and Gomorrah. I'm letting go of, of depravity. I'm letting go of, of uncleansiness. I'm letting go of the violence. I'm, I'm letting go of me, me, myself, my ego, my pride, my stubbornness. I'm letting it go right now. I thank you, Father God, that you're bringing me up from my graves, that I'm resurrected, Lord, in my mind, in my soul, prosper, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that even as my soul prosper, Lord, that everything in my life prospers, Father God, because you are the one doing it. You spoke it and you're performing it. So I thank you that my bone shall live. My bone shall live that my bones are not dry anymore, that you restore hope, Father God, that we are not cut off from your blessings, Father God, but that we shall abide in you. You are the, the vine and we are the branches, Lord. We abide in you, Father God. That's where your life flow, your heavenly spiritual life flow through us in our lives, Father God. So I thank you, Father God, that we are no longer in this mass grave, but you're taking your people, you're taking us out of this place. It's time to say goodbye to the grave, my friends. It's time to say goodbye. Say goodbye, let it go. Don't hang on to it. Hallelujah. And hello, say hello to Jesus. Hello to the Holy Spirit. Hello, Heavenly Father. Walk in your blessing today. And I want to end it with that. Thank you for spending this time with me. And I just want to release a blessing for you. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, that, that those who have ears, let them hear, Father God. Let their spiritual ear be focused, attentive toward you, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that um, your people are blessed and they're walking in their blessings, Father God. Pour out your blessings, such so much blessing, Father, that, that they cannot contain themselves, Father God. That they're just vessels of your glory, Father God. That wherever they go, Father God, that, that people cannot help but be infected by your blessing, Father God. Yes, we are infectious with your love, infectious with your truth, Father God. So I just thank you, Lord, that that you work in this life first, in this heart first, in this person first and foremost, Father God. When we are dry, fill us up, Father God, that we're no longer dry, Father God. Give us that spiritual heavenly water that we may drink of it, that we thirst no more. 
So I thank you, Father God, that you hear the, de the desire of your people. You hear the hearts of your people today. You hear the cry of your people. And I thank you, Lord, that you're calling them out of the graves, Father God, that you're taking them out of their graves and set them free. And whom the sun set free is free indeed. My brothers and sisters, you are free today. You're free to go and sin no more. Don't hold on to the graves, okay? Don't hold on to dead things, but live in the newness of life that was purchased for you at the cross. So I pray this for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Have a great week.